0: Hello and welcome to Board Game Impact, a podcast where we look into board games in addition to other games-related topics, so that way you can know the impact that they may have for your gaming group. Today we're looking into the impact of Mansions of Madness 2nd Edition, a 2016 game by Fantasy Flight Games, designed by Nikki Valenz. My name is Bruce Brown, and I'm the primary host of Board Game Impact, and you can find me on Board Game Geek as Bruce Brown, and on Facebook and Instagram as Board Game Impact. So I need to set the stage. Imagine that we are all investigators. We've come to a town because of a mystery that we don't know what it is, and our job is to figure out what happened, what needs to be fixed, and how we can fix it. That is in a Cthulhu theme is Mansions of Madness 2nd Edition. So Mansions of Madness 2nd Edition is a 1-5 to player, uh, Lovecraftian inspired game in which you take on the role of an investigator and your responsibility is to explore tiles, uncover evidence, put clues together, and solve the problem that's going on. All the while there are cultists, monsters, and other non-player characters doing things on and off the board. The major interesting factor of this game is that it actually uses an app which generates the rooms for you. So you have these sets of tiles of uh, double-sided, which is nice, uh, in which the app will tell you by showing you what tiles need to be laid out. And then what monsters to put onto those tiles and how they'll interact with you during the investigation in whatever particular setting or story that you're going through. So how do you win? In order to win Mansions of Madness 2nd Edition is by twofold. One... Avoid becoming too hurt. So don't get too wounded. The second thing is avoid by b- becoming insane. Uh, there's potentially different winning requirements if you were to become insane. The game is separated into two phases that repeat one after the other until the game is done. The first phase is the investigator phase, in which on your turn, you may take up to two actions. Some of these actions include moving, searching, exploring, interacting with things, and fighting monsters. After you select what you're going to fight, the app will prompt you what skill test you might need to do in addition to what required skills are being tested and the success number that you have to roll. You roll their respective amount of dice and then compare your result to those on the screen to find out what happens next. Now, Mansions of Madness 2nd Edition, once you know how to play, this is one of the easiest games to get back out of the box besides the setup. The nice thing about Mansions of Madness is you have the screen, it's going to have the same thing that you have on the board, and you can either A, move, you can click on a thing to interact with it, maybe you're going to look behind a painting, or open a secret passageway, or open a door. All you have to know how to do is recognize the symbols and then roll the required amount of dice that's shown on your character sheet, which is really, really nice. So that was the first phase. That was the investigator phase. So you go in non-sequential order. You can go in any order between the different players that you want. And then you have the second phase, which is called the mythos phase. And during the mythos phase is where there might be a horror that might affect a particular player or room or situation of the players. And you can lose your sense of reality. You're going insane. So essentially, this is the game's chance to fight back. It's a cooperative game in which it's all or nothing. Either the game wins or you win, unless one of you had become insane, and then there might be other winning conditions making it semi-cooperative instead. Uh, the components. So the first thing is the application. So I personally use this on Steam, uh, but you can get it on iTunes, Android, many other places. And what's really nice about it is the app will save what you've done before. So every time you play, although it's the same story, The app will generate the rooms differently or generate things differently depending on who you interacted with, who you didn't interact with, which is wonderful. Uh, We've personally played some of the same map a couple times and have never had the same situation happen, which is fantastic. Uh, The tiles are gorgeous. The art on these is just going to pop right off. Uh, Some of them, we had a hotel uh, office and there was papers screwing about of the table and what was really nice about that is actually the app had us put a little interact token there and it said hey you're gonna, you are going gonna—you can go through that pile of papers and so everything on the tiles gets pulled in one way or another it just man it makes it pop uh, the mechanisms like I've already said are really easy to learn uh, once you know what the different symbols mean you can teach this game while you're playing it all you need to do is have the people play, pick their characters and you're good to go so the impact of Mansions of Madness 2nd Edition, uh, let's break it down into a couple a couple areas. So the first thing is table presence. This game looks fantastic on the table when it's set up and going. Uh, it's easy to learn. It's story-driven, which really immerses everybody into the game. When you're using the app, you can turn up the volume. I personally use a separate uh, Bluetooth speaker, uh, which is nice because it's kind of sets the mood because the app has music of whatever's going on. So when you open a door, you hear the creaking of an open door, which is really nice. Uh, you can play the same scenario multiple times. And since you would be using the same app, it's like I said, it's going to remember what you've already done. So it's going to generate something new. Uh, there are many expansions for mansions of madness second edition out there. And so you can import, all of those different expansions into your account and you can pull in those different tiles into the scenario. So the app's going to know what you have access to, which is really nice. And as I just mentioned, there's a lot of replayability with this game. You don't just have access to both the game and the device on your phone or tablet computer. Uh, We played with my computer and just hooked it up to the TV next to the table with a wireless mouse. Uh, But I've also seen players just pull out an iPad or other tablet device or even their phone to do this all and it's going to work great. What it, out, what it brought out in our players was actually a lot of role playing and social interaction. So during the game, as an investigator, you might go insane. We had this happen to a couple of players. One example of becoming insane of many is being a pyromaniac. And in order to win, uh, so I became insane. I was a pyromaniac. In order for me to win, I had to set fire to a certain number of tiles in the game. Once that happened, I would just win. When we played with my wife, she actually went insane, and she couldn't win unless every tile on the board was searched. Every little thing. She she had to know what was going on. And then another time when we played, she was actually silent. She couldn't talk. So we had been so immersed, role-playing our characters, but then all of a sudden, silence. And we didn't know if it was... A card or something else or what was going on is this out of the game was the, her was something come up that just nah, my wife was uncomfortable no it was really in, made a different interaction at the table which is wonderful uh so the rules say that this is for those 13 and up and i have to agree this is definitely horror themed game and the ideas portrayed would be more appropriate for older audiences The app is good. It will set some new, I hope it sets some new precedents in the gaming that keeps us moving forward and provide, uh, it provided a great ambiance and a tone for the game. We look forward to fostering horror themed fun at our Halloween events this fall. And bringing that out in our friends is just something that they've been actually asking, hey, can we get back to the table, even though uh, we're at different times of the year? It's wonderful. Overall, the rules and the mechanics and the nuances are really easy to learn. And once you get into the game, you'll easily lose track of time. We easily lost track of time. Uh, We ended up playing. We had one game that played for about an hour and a half. Another one for three hours. The app will offer you different scenarios based on length. Uh, Go more towards the longer end of some of those. uh, But it will take up some time. But do be prepared because it's wonderful to lo- lose your time in this game. It's a fantastic use of your time. Uh, so Mansion of Madness second edition is leaving a positive impact and it's really impacted our gaming group and some of our friends and it's been a really good game that we've been actually using to introduce others to the hobby. And so if this is something you're interested in, I highly recommend you look into it. It does have a rather high price point, but again, you have the application as well as all the miniatures that comes with it. Uh, So that is it for an Impact review of Mansions of Madness 2nd Edition by Fantasy Flight Games. Again, my name is Bruce Brown, and you can find me on Board Game Geek as Bruce Brown. Thanks for listening to Board Game Impact. We hope that learning about what experiences are going on for us makes a positive impact on your gaming group. You can learn more about us by visiting our website, BoardGameImpact.com. If you have any qu- topics that you'd like to have discussed, please email us at boardgameimpact at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at boardgameimpact. Like our Facebook page, Board Game Impact. And please consider supporting the show by visiting our Patreon, patreon.com slash boardgameimpact. Until next time, go have a positive impact on the world.